0: Great song, Uh, just uh, very meditative, and uh, you know, like we do with a lot of songs, uh, as we're singing it, uh, it's also a prayer, Uh, didn't you find yourself uh, just asking God that he would help you uh, acknowledge his goodness, uh, which is hard to do if you're going through a tough, tough time. Uh, but just, uh, you know, you're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. Uh, and I'm loved by you. Uh, just, there's something about music together with the truth of reality. Uh, the music seems to drive the truth just deep within our soul in, in a way that nothing else can. Uh, I assume there's people that have studied this, but uh, it's like God understood when he had the Psalms written that singing uh, with content that is true can be transformative. And uh, I wonder if any of you grew up in families or uh, maybe in your family that you have now, uh, if you had family singing, uh, if uh, when you were on a trip, uh, if you sang in the car, uh, or uh, now if you're a parent, when you're on a trip or driving around Albuquerque, and you, you've got the kiddos in the back, and you all join in song, does, does anybody do that? Uh, it's, uh, uh, we sure did it a lot, when we would go to California once a year to visit uh, Vicky's. Mom and dad, and uh, we would sing, California, if we come, and just have a great time. And you know, I, w- I was thinking this week, well, why did, did we do that? Well, we were sort of uh, uh, being unified, we were sort of celebrating uh, uh, the happiness of getting to go visit Granny and Gramps. We were, it was just part of our reality that we were doing this. And we we were just happy about it and and singing. It it also kind of focused everybody. Uh, If somebody was in the middle of a fight, maybe it's time for another California. Uh, uh, And I bet you've got some songs that come to mind. We, uh, for our family devotions, one of our favorites uh, was uh, Only a Boy Named David... Only a rippling brook. Any of you know that? Only a boy named David and five little sons he took. And, and you sing about him taking a stone and slaying uh, the big guy, Goliath. Uh, so singing, uh, togetherness, also driving the truth of God's victory against evil uh, and, and having fun doing it uh, in a song. Uh, We also would sing, uh, Zacchaeus was a wee little man, a wee little man was he, just about uh, Jesus' invitation to Zacchaeus, come down out of that tree, Uh, salvation's going to visit your house today. And, uh, uh, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, uh. Family singing, group singing, uh, designed by God to drive the reality deep into our hearts in a way that simple uh, speaking and memorizing can't do. Uh, Our girls, when they were in elementary school, had to learn uh, the value of coins And they were really struggling with it. So old dad decides to make make a song for them. A penny is one cent, a nickel is five, a dime is ten cents, a quarter twenty-five. Well, they learned that song just like that. And uh, to this day, our oldest daughter said she always felt when she had a test and she had to know the value and she would sing that, she always felt like she was cheated. Uh, But again, just the power of music to help us remember uh, truth. Uh, Well, that's why I think God included this book of songs, the Psalms, uh, in the scriptures. He designed us so that singing and truth uh, had this power to transform us, help us remember the truth. And then, of course, we're in a series looking at the Psalms of Ascent, which we think uh, they were Psalm 120 to 134, and we think they were sung by God's people as they were heading up to Jerusalem, uh, the city of God, uh, singing together uh, three times a year, real special times of worship. And... uh, they would sing on the way these truths about God and about themselves. Uh, and so we get to look at one of those this morning, uh, and remember, this is, think of it as a family traveling song, uh, and, and think of it maybe one particular year, uh, you would be in a family headed to Jerusalem, and you didn't feel like going to Jerusalem, it was a long trip, and Maybe you were mad at God for things that were happening in your life. And the families singing this truth, uh, preparing their hearts to be in the presence of God, in the city of God, with the people of God, uh, to honor him. And these songs were a way of preparation and reminder, and uh, softening their own hearts to be prepared uh, to worship him. So let's look at Psalm 128. The Psalms are kind of right in the middle, in the center of your, your Bible. And um, let's just read this and uh, ask God's blessing on it. Uh, we trust that the Spirit of God is is just going to drive these truths into our hearts and minds. Psalm 128, Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. You shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. You shall be blessed, and it shall be well with you. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive shoots around your table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. May you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. Uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're, uh, oh, we're thankful that you are a good, good Father. It's just who you are. And we're thankful that we're loved by you. That's who we are. And so we, we come to you and your word this morning. Even as we read your word, you know what we're really looking for, Lord, is you, the living word uh, in this printed word. And we need your Holy Spirit uh, to help us with that this morning. Uh, So we invite you, uh, come join us. In the name of Christ, amen. Well, uh, just like our song, Good, Good Father, it's really got one primary thought that that song is just driving into us. Just like that, this short song, 128, has uh, one primary thing that it's just dwelling on. And it's, it's found in the first verse. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. That, that's all the writer of this song wanted to get across. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. Uh, let's... I want to just think about some of those words together uh, blessed blessed is everyone uh, a lot of different words could be substituted for that happy, happy is everyone uh, joyful is everyone uh, filled up is everyone satisfied content uh, you know it's the it's the the sense you get—we've uh, had lots of new babies happening lately. It's a sense you get when, whether you're the parent or or whether you're just a friend, you see that new baby, and blast seems descriptive, doesn't it? it? It just there's just something uh, miraculous and wonderful and Full about that experience. Uh, Blessed is everyone. Filled up. Content is everyone. I I wonder who everyone includes. I wonder if you're here this morning and you're just a raving beauty or a knockout handsome guy. or if you're here this morning and you see yourself as kind of plain and ordinary and maybe in your bad moments, ugly, uh, everyone, blessed is everyone. Uh, maybe you're super smart. We've got a lot of smart people in this church. Amen? I, I, I mean, you're not going to say amen about yourself, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but you know what? There's probably a few of us that are really stupid. And blessed is everyone, smart or not so smart, beautiful and gorgeous and not so beautiful. Um, Blessed is everyone who's a CrossFitter and everyone who's a couch potato. Uh, It just... Every ethnicity, very, very young or very, very old, uh, you're blessed if you fear the Lord. Blessed is everyone, even you, even me, who fears the Lord. And, uh, you know, I'm really bothered by the language fearing the lord every time i read it i sort of translate it in my head as if fear isn't there i just think uh you know i don't want god to be like a school bully that i have to be afraid of uh but that that's really not what the psalmist is getting at when he says fear uh he's not saying be be scared to death uh and we know that but uh does it ever bother you when you read it and think, oh, what, what is this about? We don't talk like that now. Uh, and there's probably other words we could substitute uh, that in some way might not be as full as that word, but, but helpful. Uh, blessed are Blessed is everyone who is filled with wonder over the Lord God. Blessed is is everyone who is just awestruck by the creator of heaven and earth. Blessed is everyone, oh, this is a good one, who's just blown away by Jesus. Blessed is everyone who holds in highest honor and with the highest regard and esteem, with great respect, the God of Heaven and Earth. Uh, blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who honors Him, who's in all, who delights in Him. Uh, the uh, Chris Tomlin, who, who wrote "Good, Good Father," uh, he was describing, really, the fear of God as he wrote. You're a good, good father, and I'm loved by you. That's who I am. That came from a heart that fears the Lord in the way that the scriptures mean fear, holding him in highest reverence. Blessed is everyone who fears Lord. Uh, Here's another interesting way to think of fearing the Lord. Psalm, uh, the first Psalm, verse 3, talks about uh, the fear of the Lord. It doesn't talk about it specifically, but it describes it. It said, He who who fears the Lord is like a tree planted by streams of water, Uh, its leaves are always green, it always prospers. Uh, It's it's drawing life that it is nearby, and that doesn't change. Uh, Blessed are those who have been planted by the living water and who draw life from him. You're blessed. You'll prosper because you're tapped and to the very source of life. Uh, I I love that picture, Uh, it's a a fantastic picture. Uh, Fear, fear also may be uh, described as, because my God loves me so deeply, and he's with me to the end, uh, I dread disappointing him. I, I, I long to please him with everything I do. And and when I, when I get off track and just do my own thing, I dread having to face him and say, look at me. Look at how messed up I am. I still think I can live life on my own terms. Uh, It is not fun to go to the Father in repentance, in in sorrow. Uh, So that ties into fear, in a way. Going to him, trembling. Oh, I've blown it again. Uh, And what what great surprise that in our trembling, in our dread, uh, he receives us. Uh, with open arms, uh, with a smile on his face, saying, "Oh, I'm glad you came. I'm glad you came. I love you. Uh, you get a little picture of this of this fear in uh, Revelation chapter one. I just want to look at it. the apostle John is uh, is being uh, roughed up pretty bad because of his faith and he's, they put him on an island and uh, on the Lord's day uh, like today he had a vision he saw the risen glorified Christ and uh, description of the fear of the Lord listen to this when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Okay, that sounds like fear. <laughs> there, there's a little fear and trembling. Uh, he's the God of heaven and earth. He's totally pure and all of perfection. When people like us are around him, you, we'd have the same response, uh, dropped as though a dead man. But here's the other half. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, don't be afraid. I'm the first, I'm the last. I'm the living one. I was dead, and now I'm alive. Happy, filled up with joy, is everyone who fears the Lord? Remember a uh, family song here, and the family's singing it, and they're, uh, and mom and dad are thinking, "Oh Lord, we want you and your Spirit to drive the truth of this reality into each." And every one of our children. And by the way, as you do that, would you drive it into us? Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord. Now, uh, the song doesn't stop there. He says, uh, it kind of describes what authentic fear, what authentic reverence for God, what authentic uh, honoring of God, always, how it plays out. Here's how it always looks. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. There's something about being around Jesus and having him dwell in us that transforms everything. Not overnight, but over time, being Transformed to be more and more like Him. I've heard people say, you know, uh, old people when they've been married a long time start to look like each other a little bit. I think that's crazy. Vicky and I don't look a thing like each other. I'm much taller than she is, uh, uh, but it's kind of true. They've they've lived life together. Uh, they've become one uh, physically, emotionally, uh, spiritually, and they do similar things. They even start looking alike to some degree. Uh, Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his way. To fear the Lord, to hold him in wonder, to highly respect him, if you're really doing that, this is guaranteed. You will walk in His ways. You're gonna become like Him. Uh, there's just no way around it. I, uh, I had the pleasure of spending a little time with a guy named Jack Miller who, who started a mission organization called Surge. And uh, he mentored me mostly through his books and uh, listening to his sermons. But he would do an odd thing. I, I highly regarded him. I wanted to be like him when I grew up. And uh, I, I liked his humor. I liked his humility. Uh, but I was real different. Um, one thing he said at, at one seminar, he said, you know, uh, I'm just a big chicken at heart. Now, this is a, a guy, a little guy, uh, who used to be uh, a Marxist, and was converted to Christ, and he would do street corner preaching. He would he would walk into a uh, uh, what do you call the guys? Uh, Hell's Angels, he, uh, and and start ministering to these big mean dudes. And this guy is like a philosophy of a philosophy professor, uh, English literature major, who also had a a, a theology degree, but he's just a little squeaky guy. And he said, I, I'm a chicken at heart. And then he'd just laugh. He, he said, you know, the only way I can do the things God asked me to do is to trust him and fix my eyes on him, the author and perfecter of my faith. And uh, I, I'm a fearful guy, and I, I kind of despise I've had times of really despising that about myself. And I, and I heard Jack talking about himself uh, humorously that, that he was such a chicken. And I thought, wow, oh, this, is, this is the most courageous guy I think I've ever been around. And he's saying he's a chicken. And do you know, uh, about two years later, after I first heard that, I found myself, uh, uh, during a teaching time, I had the opportunity to preach to kind of uh, our group of missionaries in uh, in our mission. And uh, I heard myself saying these words. I was talking about evangelism and how bad I am at it and how scared I am of it. And I said, you know, I'm you've heard of the type A personality? I said, I'm, I'm a type C, chicken. <laughs> and, and everybody responded like that. Because uh, mo- most of us feel kind of nervous about evangelism and uh, whatever we think it is, we're, we're not good at it. And, and, uh, and I remember hearing those words come out of my mouth and like, oh my gosh, uh, that was enjoyable. I, I just admitted to this group of, of people in ministry uh, that I'm scared to death of evangelism. How uncool is that? You know, uh, you're, you're a missionary. You ought to be Mr. Evangelist. Um, it felt so good. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, uh, the fear of the Lord always shows itself by walking in his ways. As I fix my attention on this man who was one of my mentors over time, God used that to transform me so that I could admit I was a chicken too. Uh, Fear of the Lord. Blessed is everyone who reveres the Lord who walks in his ways. To fear him always shows itself in how we're living. Isn't that cool? So when we're not living right, what's that mean? Well, we have some growing to do. Well, let's go on. I I can't uh, spend the whole time on this first, but I just about did. Uh, uh, So here's the point, blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his way. That's the chorus the psalmist wrote. That's what he wants the Spirit of God to drive into his heart, and he wrote it down so the people of God in 2017 here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, could have it driven into their hearts, into our hearts. Then he says, well, you know, what's that look like in practical terms? Uh, Well, let's look at your work. Uh, you shall eat, verse 2, you shall eat the fruit of your labor of your hands, you shall be blessed, and it shall be well with you. Okay, when it comes to work, uh, if you're fearing God, if you're honoring Him, if you're walking in His ways, you'll begin more and more to view your work, whether it's grunge work, whether it's brain, real brainy work, whether it's management, uh, whether you like it or not, you will begin to view your work as a blessing from God that he is using to provide a living. And that all by itself is a wonderful, glorious thing. You will eat of the fruit of your hand. Now, this is not a promise. We could almost call this psalm a wisdom psalm. It's illustrating the point that those who love the Lord with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, and and live that way, will be blessed. And it's saying, for example, uh, your job, you're going to eat from the fruit of your work, and and you'll be blessed, and you'll see it that way. Uh, There were unemployed people in the days these psalms were written. There were people sick and uh, uh, that could not work, that sat by the temple gate and uh, begging for alms. Uh, This is not a promise, but it's saying in the area of work, in general, most people work, in general, you'll be blessed. You'll see it as from the hand of God. Does that make sense? Um, Then he says, okay, let's talk about marriage, shall we? Your wife will be like a fruitful vine. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine. I think we've got a a neat picture here. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, Your wife will be fruitful. Now, I think when this was written... Now, remember, we're talking uh, ancient Israel. Uh, In general, most people were married and most people had lots of kids. Uh, Again, this is not a promise. He's saying, your wife will be fruitful... Probably meaning, probably in his head, but she's going to have lots of kids. But but I've got to tell you this. Uh, This is why it's so important to not see this as a promise. Uh, There were women uh, who so desired to have children that couldn't in these days, just like there are now. Uh, if you happen to be one of those, uh, don't read this and let it pierce your heart. It 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 it's not saying, oh, uh, you must not fear God if you're not fruitful. No, no, that that's really missing what the psalm's saying. Uh, it's just talking about a typical situation, typically married. If you if you want a husband or you want a wife, this psalm isn't saying, oh, if you fear the Lord, he'll bless you with one. No, that's not what this is after. It's saying, if you have one, your wife will be like a fruitful vine. Uh, And could mean children, but let let me tell you what else it can mean. Uh, And let me tell you how this connects with fearing God and walking in his ways. This goes for men and women. Uh, Men, if you love your wives and serve them uh, sacrificially and their best interest is on your mind so that your, your hope and your desire is to see them blossom into the woman God made them to be your wife is going to be exhibiting the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, like crazy. Uh, She's going to thrive in that atmosphere. Uh, uh, Wives, if you have your husband's very best in mind and love him sacrificially, and want to see him blossom. Uh, blossom doesn't seem good, uh, describing a guy. Want to see him mature uh, and, and see him have a fruitful life and grow in love and joy and peace and patience and kindness. Uh, as you serve him in that way, uh, he's going to be a fruitful vine. I have to tell you, Friday... Oh, I don't know. It was after breakfast or something. I, uh, Vicky had a new top on, and and uh, and I just looked at her, and uh, my eyes just popped out. It was like, whoa! I love this woman. You know, uh, she's my fruitful behind. She she's God as He's worked in her by the power of the Spirit has just made her more and more and more gorgeous in my sight. And every once in a while, it just grabs me like, as if somebody was grabbing me by the shirt and just pow, you know, I want that woman. Isn't that great? Well, that's, a, that, that's another thing. That's another aspect of being fruitful that... Uh, If we are loving, walking in the ways of the Lord, because we fear and revere him, uh, the way we treat our beloved uh, husbands and wives, uh, it's going to make such a difference in our marriage, such a terrific difference. Uh, We'll be blessed. We'll be blessed. Uh, your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Um, your children will be like olive shoots around your table. I love this next picture. Uh, this this is this olive tree must be about as at least as old as Vicky and me. Uh, and and uh, but if this tree were were little like these, uh, it would have. Uh, little shoots around, little green shoots coming out of the ground from the roots. Uh, this is an older olive tree, and these are still its shoots uh, coming up around it. And from what I've read, if this tree was destroyed, uh, the, these shoots would do just fine. They're healthy and vital. Uh, look at the opportunity we have, if you have children, to invest your life in your children, they are like olive shoots. They come from uh, the same stock. Uh, it's got printed on it, uh, children of God uh, as their parents, and they come up and they grow into uh, responsible people of God that love Jesus like crazy. At least that's, that's our hope and prayer. Uh, but blessed... Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord. Your children are going to be like olive shoots around the table. Uh, our family went on, a, had a reunion again this year, and uh, all four of our kids were around the table, all grown up, out of the home, uh, with kids of their own, and we're sitting around the table. And I wasn't thinking at the time, but I'm thinking now as I look back. My olive shoots, wow, Uh, they're they're gifted, they're wonderful, they're responsible, Uh, they're they're just great. Uh, Blessed are those who fear the Lord, we'll be blessed, our children will be like olive shoots around our table. Uh, those of you that are here that have little small green shoots uh, that can be really irritating at sometimes and really active and really green, uh, be encouraged. Uh, your job is to pour your life into them and have their very best in mind, uh, their very best in mind, so they grow up to love Jesus if God is so merciful uh, to transform their hearts. Uh, you do your part and then wait on God to see what he does in their life. Uh, wonderful olive shoots. Uh, so walking in the ways of the Lord means, dads, you won't exasperate your kids. You won't, I used to wrestle my sons and... Uh, I'd have times of wanting to be sure and prove I was stronger than them. And they're like four years old, okay? Uh, uh, and, and I hold them down in a hold too long, and they get mad or start crying. I, I hope there's no fathers in here that do, have done this. I, I was always shocked when I did. Uh, but I was exasperating. I, I was going too far. I needed to be tuned in to their best, always. And uh, so my walking in the ways of the Lord will impact how I interact with my kids and how I invest myself. Uh, same, same with you moms. Uh, it just affects everything. So the psalmist has said, look it, blessed everyone who honors the Lord, uh, meaning of course we'll walk in his ways as we fix our eyes on him. And let me tell you, as it relates to your job, oh, you're going to be thankful for it because it's providing a living for you. You'll see it from the hand of God. When it comes to your wife, she's going to be a fruitful vine, and that can mean all sorts of different things. Uh, uh, your children, they're going to be like olive shoots around your table. Uh, so he's just saying, here's how this can play out in a typical situation. Uh, And please remember, uh, these are not promises. Uh, Since I have known Christ, uh, I've known him 45 years, and I'm convinced life has been harder knowing him than it would have been not knowing him. I I really believe that. In terms of suffering, in terms of some things I've had to face, uh, but I would be quick to say, oh, Blessed, blessed is everyone who holds him up because he'll transform the way we understand everything that happens to us. It's wonderful. It's worth it. Okay, uh, let's wrap this up. Finally, the, the psalmist says, he goes back to his theme, he steps back and says, whoa. Whoa. Thus shall the man of God be blessed who fears the Lord. This, this is the way you'll be blessed. This is an example you'll be blessed. This is wonderful. And they're singing this, remember, driving into the soul. And then uh, the last two verses are like a benediction. Uh, remember, that means just a good word. Uh, they're singing, the Lord bless you from Zion. The Lord bless you from the dwelling place of God. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem, the city of God, all the days of your life. May you see the prosperity of the people of God gathered in Jerusalem. May you see your children's children. May you live a long life. Peace be upon Israel. Uh, Shalom is the word. Shalom be upon Israel. Wholeness, peace, contentment, prosperity, may that be yours. Can't you hear that coming from... uh, Uh, A Jewish mama, just, may may you have peace, may you have prosperity, may you have wholeness, may God be with you. Uh, That's what the song is singing. Uh, It's it's a wonderful, wonderful blessing. And I want to tell you, the same benediction, basically the same benediction, the Apostle Paul uh, prayed. He just expanded a little bit, and in light of the risen Christ, here's what Paul wrote, and we'll finish with this. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, may you be fully blessed as you honor him and walk in his ways. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we want to thank you that you're a good, good Savior. That's who you are. And we, uh, we thank you that simply because you have chosen to love us, Lord, would you help us Help us this morning. For those of us who know you, would you drive this truth deep, deep, deep to our inner being? And for those who may not know you this morning, Lord, would you invite them to sing this beautiful psalm, uh, welcoming, welcoming outsiders to come into your love and to rejoice in the blessing that can be theirs in Christ. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, amen.